4: Radio. Radio. All right, it is Fix It Radio, KLZ five sixty. Myself, Larry Younger, Charlie Grimes, of course, and Drive Radio will follow us on this live edition, March eleventh of twenty twenty three. So, if you're listening to a best of show or a replay show, if it's Tuesday, by the way, and you're listening on Tuesday, thank you very much for that as well. We appreciate it. But again, Fix It Radio, KLZ five sixty. I've got a question that just came in via uh, email that I will answer in a moment, kind of kick things off, which kind of fits into what I was going to talk about today. Anyway, so it works out very, very well. Don't forget, today it is spring, or tonight, I should say, tonight. I think it's like 2 a.m. specifically, but you always spring the clocks ahead. Well, does anybody even use a dial clock anymore? You actually have to adjust, or? or I do. Yeah, you do. My, so you, my so, alarm clock. So you yeah. will set that before you go to bed? Yes. Spring it ahead an hour.
0: But everything else is? Yeah, most everything else is
4: automatic. I mean, other than maybe the oven and the microwave and a few little things, most everything else has a has a, uh, a computer in it that knows what day it is and when daylight saving yeah. time is. Not savings. Daylight saving time is, and they know when to spring ahead and fall back.
0: Well, my DVD, my VCR, all that goes on its own. A, a what? DVD.
4: A VCR? A VCR.
0: <laughs> and DVD player. <laughs> Holy cow! I have the VCR and DVD recorder Larry. and player.
4: Wow. <laughs> yeah. I haven't broken out a VCR in a long, long time.
0: Well, I use my VCR because I have a lot of Bronco tapes that I've taped over the years. Okay. On VHS tapes. Okay. So then I can transfer them to my D- DVD. DVD.
4: You can go back and watch those.
0: Well, I watch them anyway. But this way, the tape, if the tape order's out, I've got a DVD. Oh, okay. In it. Yeah.
4: Sure. Sure. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> VCR. Yeah. What did VCR stand for? Video. Video cassette recorder. Yep. There we go. Thank you, Charlie. Video cassette recorder. So, what did Beta mean when Sony was trying to compete with VHS? What was the Beta? Oh, there we, That's a question of the day, maybe, Charlie. Yeah. I'll send that to <laughs> Anne. We'll do that during the week, maybe. I don't. I don't know because back in the day, there was either VHS tapes or Beta tapes. Which the Beta tapes? Yeah, you know, we could ask Google. The uh, the Beta tapes were actually a better tape, but Sony didn't do as well in marketing that and getting as many movies on them and they did not lose or they did not win that war they lost that war and we ended up with the large very large actually vhs tapes and because they they won out i i'm not sure why the beta was actually a better video recorder and quality in the whole nine yards but sony sony lost they didn't they didn't win that they didn't win no, that. No, I
0: can't tell you why either cuz I don't know.
4: I don't know either. Anyways, uh 303-477-5600 anything you've got, any questions at all, let us know. Again, this is our hour every week around the house fix up, uh maintenance, anything anything to do with anything around the house, call us, we'll get you taken care of. You can text us as well 307-200-8222 307 307- Two hundred eighty-two twenty-two. 22. Real quick before we get going on the call, so we got a call, a couple calls coming in. We did have a question today that came in on a barbecue grill you know, the maintenance of, I should say. And it's not just the maintenance of, it's hey, I've, I've got a problem with this. How do I fix it? So First things first, yes, this is the time of the year where if you've not gotten your, you know, if you haven't done much grilling during the winter months, now is the time to do so. Get that out, get it all cleaned up, you know, whatever you need to do. In a lot of cases, the the burner itself may need a little maintenance and some things like that, so make sure that that's all taken care of. And this particular person says we are experiencing a problem that it drains the tank and sputters gas. Regulator valve, you could just need the regulator itself Reset, which is something that you can do. In fact, Jersey Joe talks about that all the time. I would not replace that before resetting it first, and of course, make sure that you're using a full bottle before you do anything at all. Uh, on the same token, if it needs a regulator, they're very inexpensive, so that's something that you could do pretty easily. But yeah, the, the regulator itself, uh, there is a reset on it. Double check that to make sure that that's working properly, and then also while you're at it, check all the hoses, check the burner. You know, go ahead and do a good cleanup of everything while you're at it. There's lots of different ways to clean the grill if you don't have the ability to have, you know, hot water. Really, hot water works the best when you're cleaning things that way. But if you don't have that ability, and you can have that ability, by the way, even a boiling pan of hot water where you pour it over some of the grease areas and so on and get some. And by the way, I know people aren't going to like me saying this, but 409 is still one of the best. Uh, ingredients, if you would, or best chemicals, I guess I could say, when it comes to cleaning some of the grease and things off of those areas, and then, of course, the high-heat paint, if you decide you want to really spruce things up and put some high-heat paint on things and really get it you know, nice and clean. Now, recommendation is if you go through all of what I just said, once everything is good to go and you've got it fired up, go ahead and get it all the way up to operating temperature, let it run for a little bit, burn off any of those chemicals, burn off any of that paint that might be there, some of the fumes and so on, so before you cook on it, You've got all of that out of that system, if you would, so you're not cooking with any of that, you know, chemical residue and things that might be left behind. So that's well, how and, I would do it. And most
0: of the grills you could take off and put in your dishwasher. Oh, good point. Yep.
4: Yeah, the, the grills, yeah, the grills, you know, the grates and things. Great, yes, yep. great point, great yep. point. Mike and Aurora, you're first today. What's going on?
3: Oh, yeah, I wanted to answer your sort of a question of the day, beta versus VHF. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the only difference was beta had 60 more lines of horizontal resolution, 480 versus VHS's 420. And, of course, the thing that really killed it, though, was the shorter recording time. And the machines were, well, initially, yeah, they were a little more expensive than VHS. Well, they were proprietary, if
4: I'm not mistaken. Sony was the only one doing the beta. That was the other issue, right, Mike?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And later, as they were dying, they opened it up to uh, right. I think it was Sanyo and maybe someone else. <clears throat> but yeah, the uh, recording time. I mean, the cassette was a little smaller, but uh, I, I, I just liked the uh, the longer recording times myself. Well, you and
4: millions and millions of other people, because it won out.
0: Well, and what I found out on mine, but with the VHS, is I've got three recording times: two hours, four hours, and six hours. The shorter recording time gives you clearer oh, pictures. Oh, much better picture. Oh, yeah. You yeah. had yeah, S-P-L-P-X-P.
3: Yeah, yeah. And then they added longer uh, tapes later on, so I think it got to 8 or even 10 hours, which was problematic. But do you know what VHS stands for? Uh, what Charlie said
4: earlier, but go ahead.
3: Oh, that's right. Well, oh, no, no VHS. No, I don't know what VHS
4: stands for. What is VHS? Video Home. System. Video home system. Oh, got hmm. it. I did not know that, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, and JVC
3: uh, created it, and Panasonic kind of was most successful in popularizing it. Okay, <laughs> but uh, my machine—gosh, that Panasonic must have weighed about eight. Percent. Oh man, they were super
4: <laughs> expensive back in the day, Mike, as you remember.
3: Oh, I take it over to a friend's, <laughs> and I had to carry it a long distance. And people just look at me like, what is that? It's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, the good old days. That was, that was. Put it
0: it in a wheelbarrow so you can take it over. That's right.
4: Mike, thanks, as always. I appreciate (laughs) it very much. That's pretty good. Trip down memory lane. Joe, what's going on?
5: John, a couple things. One of the other big things that swung it in favor of VHS is the adult film industry decided early on to come out with VHS. Ah, Okay. Uh, Don, I'm serious. You can read the article. Sure, no, that would make sense. I mean, yeah, so again, the, the biggest thing
4: about it, is, to your point, is you couldn't hardly find the movies you wanted to watch on beta, and that's where VHS, and it, you know, it, you're right. I mean, it started there, but literally almost every other movie, you know, movie company out yep. there went the other way.
5: Yeah, and, and I don't know how much of a factor, but again, if you were a fan of adult, you know, adult pornography, you had to have a VHS player, so that, that was a big factor. Um, going on to barbecues for a a couple of things. Uh, by the way, to avoid tripping your regulator to begin with... Uh, do not, never open your tank with the burner valves open. Burner valves, because there's an overflow protection. So the sequence is make sure your burners, burner valves are closed. Open the tank and then one by one open your burners. Because if you have all three burner valves open and you spin the tank, I guarantee you, you will trip, you will trip the overflow in your regulator. So let's do that. Um, two other things, the grease. I actually found something better than four in line. If you've got a lot of caked on grease, like Five.
4: Oh, uh, give, me, give, me give me a second. Oh. oh, is it
5: just goop?
0: G-O-O-P? Yeah goop. Yeah.
5: yeah, goop, yeah, just the waterless angle. I find you just smear that stuff yeah, on. That works. And, and sure. I'm, I'm serious. Smear it on, wait five minutes, take a paper towel. Is it
4: gojo, you mean, or goop? Gojo? Yeah,
5: go, go. Well, not the stuff with the abrasive in it, just the... I mean, uh, it's it this...
4: gojo. That's just, yeah, it's just... You, you yeah, can get gojo, it either yeah. way. You can get it abrasive or non.
5: Yeah, just the just the non-abrasive gojo. Just, just there you smear go. it on. Rub it in. Wait five minutes. Come back with a paper towel. It's gone.
4: Oh, nice, um,
5: good tip. And in, and as opposed to putting your um, uh, dirty, nasty grills in the uh, uh, dishwasher, what I found works as good, if not better, is I'll warm them up a little. I don't get them red hot. I'll warm them. Up, grab a potholder, Put them on a um, outside. Put them on some newspaper, cardboard, and spray them with an oven cleaner. And then yeah, the that works hole, too.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. It, it, I actually find it does a better job and it's less uh of course my grills are pretty big too it's tough getting them in the dishwasher so if you don't want to put them in the dishwasher you know and it's a nice day warm them up grab a pot holder put them on the paper towels spray them with Easy Off oven cleaner and 15 minutes later hose them all through all you're all done uh,
4: Yeah I I'm yeah and whatever those are for all you guys great I have a different system but I'm lucky so you know, when you have access to a hot seat, it works really, really well. Let's go. just say that. Good. So I, don't, I don't have to go through that routine. I'm lucky.
0: Well, you can also uh, take it any... to your car wash. And... Yeah, as long as you
4: can get hot water, car
0: wash works too. To Larry's
4: point, but it's nice to have that. You know, like a hot seat puts water out at you know 200 and I don't know 190, 100. And, you know, well, you can turn it all the way up if you want, but usually about 190 degrees yep. or so. Man, that'll take that grease and everything right off.
5: You know, I don't have a lot of problem. I find you know I'll I'll you know with the burners I'll I'll leave them on for a couple minutes, getting nice and hot. And I've got one of those uh, barbecue tools that's got, like, the wire brush on it, and I'll just – it just scrapes it all. It just – yep. carboni- it carbonizes all that stuff and just take it off with of the wire brush. Another really-
4: trick to getting the grates clean, which especially on gas grills works really, really well, is you take aluminum foil and put it over up top all the grates and then turn the the grill up to the highest setting it can, let it run for about 10 or 15 minutes, and it'll bake all that stuff off.
5: Yep. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It carbonizes it, and yep. then you just – take and then just take – Either a wire brush, or if you don't want to, or just even a standard wire brush, painter's brush. Which
4: they tell you, we were going to talk about that. So I'm glad you led into that. There are doctors out there now, Joe, telling you that it's a no-no to use any kind of a wire brush on the grates of your grill because we've seen some of the different, you know, stories where some of those little uh, bristles can get left behind, getting the food and cause problems. Now, frankly, I've in my entire life, I've never once experienced that, and I think the reason is, is once your, this is me. Once you're done with the wire brush, getting everything off, I take some sort of another device, paper towel, whatever, you name it, and I wipe everything down to make sure there's no residue left over from any of the wire brush. And I think if you do that, I will not tell anybody not to use a wire brush. I think some of these doctors are just paranoid.
5: Uh, and, and, John, I've actually got a, a barbecue tool. It's a wire brush on one side, and if you flip it over, it's yeah, kind got like the kind
4: little kind of spongy thing, of a, thing
5: on it? Yeah, like a, almost like a Brillo pad yeah, yeah. on the other side. So you know, I'll do the wire brush, which gets which gets down between the grates, and then when I'm done with that, I'll just take, I'll flip it over and just use the kind of the brillo pad side of it. Yeah, uh, good idea. And, and polish it off, and and it works just fine. So. Yeah, and again, I
4: think as long as you're doing something to make sure there's none of the bristles left behind, but typically that doesn't get everything completely clean anyway. So you're usually doing you know something else anyways, Joe. To your point, so I I've never again, I, I think some doctors are just ultra paranoid. That's my own opinion.
5: They are, and I'll say one more thing, John. I would not, if it were me, I would not buy a barbecue that had a chrome wire rack, uh, because you know that chromium can bake off and and whatnot, and it's not going to stay on. I would, if I would just look for something that had a black black steel racks. I would stay away from those shiny chrome cooking racks.
4: Yeah, and, you know, and that if, if you can, in some cases, it, you know, depending upon what you're buying, you may not have that opportunity. But, yeah, I, I would agree if you can do that.
0: Well, and if you do that, you're going to have to replace it probably every two years anyway. So,
5: Yes, you might as well spend the extra money and get the, get the black. So, again, if there's a $20 difference between, you know, one or the other, and one's got the black, yep, I black agree. steel grates, and the other one's got the shiny chrome, I, I would I would spend the extra 20 bucks. Agree. Uh Otherwise you're yeah, they're not
4: going to stay chrome anyway. So they're
5: yeah. not going to stay chrome anyway. So,
0: Joe, no. let me no. ask you this question: If I'm barbecuing, do I turn my tank off before I turn my burners yeah, off? Yeah, I turn burners the
5: tank off? off first to relieve the pressure in the hose and the regulator. I shut the tank off first, and then I shut, uh, and then I shut the valves off. Otherwise, you've got you know gas. So no, I always shut the tank off first, empty the line out. And then, and then shut the— uh,
0: So the, that's not the going to reset the regulator if you do that?
5: No, no. It's only that initial flash inrush through the regulator. Gotcha. All right.
0: All right. All right Lots guys. of snow
5: last night, Joe, I saw? Yeah, I've got to, you know, where the Huge uh, blizzard? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, this was our third one of the season, and uh, this was the biggest one yet. Some, some areas got as much as three-quarters of an inch last night. So it, wow. it was just— That's a lot. You, know, yeah. a lot. you guys have lot. not had any, have you, at all, really, <laughs> no, to speak of? You know, I, I spent an hour putting, you know, taking the mower deck off my garden tractor and putting the snowblower on last November. I haven't used <laughs> you could have it. just left the mower on. Could have left the mower deck on, and of, <laughs> and of course, next month I'm going to spend an hour taking it back snowblower on, off, putting right. the mower deck back
4: up. <laughs> well, I mean, that is unusual for you guys. That's not the norm, as you know.
5: No, last year I did I did use the snowblower about three times. Uh, probably could have got by with twice I did use it three times so far now we still got a couple of weeks left but so far I've just been firing up the uh, the garden tractor just you know just to keep it lubed sure up and, sure but it is just that and that and that
4: it just blows my mind because everybody's conception here at least is that Jersey gets a ton of snow yep no
5: that, that is our that,
4: that is our you know misconception I guess I should say
5: misconception we have not had not had more than 3 quarters of an inch wow um all year that's I, amazing. I think we've had three events none of them been, and it's really pathetic to see these they send these poor reporters out you know in the morning right. trying to find snow <laughs> <laughs> go find a well, north side over,
4: somewhere Find us some snow yeah.
5: well yeah look over here on this lawn you'll see some snow on the lawn <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's hilarious it's not snow that's and we have not had that issue here this year as you know it's been quite so the opposite I,
5: no, I because I hear the weather on. uh no, when I listen to your show, John, I hear the Denver weather. So, <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, in fact, I'm looking out on
4: some north sides of buildings right now that, honestly, Joe, still have snow in front of them.
5: God, and um, you know, it's been and my heating bill's been next to nothing all year, John. We've. Wow. I don't think we've had a day day in the teens yet this wow, year. Wow. Ours been, have been
4: just the opposite. Mine's, yeah, you know, mine's up because my gas usage is up just because it's been cold.
5: Yep. No, I, I think my gas bill last month was like eighty-six dollars, and that includes my hot water. I'll heater, trade you. <laughs> my yeah, my furnace
0: and my stove. <laughs> I'll trade you. <laughs> I haven't seen a bill under three hundred fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
5: most
4: everybody is way high, as you know, Joe. That's one of the complaints right now. But anyway.
5: Yeah, no, I, I, I just I just paid it a couple of days ago. It was eighty-six dollars uh, yeah. for last month. That was my gas bill. Amazing. And I got all gas appliances. Amazing. Mm. So, Good for you. All right,
4: guys. All right, Joe, appreciate you very much. We'll be back, talk a little bit more on some of that maintenance and some other maintenance things around the house. Again, don't forget, daylight saving time begins tonight. You will spring ahead, so you turn the clock forward, you lose an hour of sleep, or they say you lose an hour. I guess you do, but I don't know. I'll talk about that on Rush to Reason this next week. So in the meantime, uh, we'll be back. Somebody did say we should have the question of the day for Fix-It Radio. What do you do... With daylight saving time, spring cleaning, change the batteries and the smoke alarm. I changed from winter shower body wash that is heavy on leather and saddlewood scent to a lighter, more spring scent. So, hey, <laughs> there's some things people do. And uh, what do you do this time of the year? And does this ha- does this you know particular day mean anything specific to you when it comes to maintenance and things you do around the house? Uh, we'll, we'll take some of those uh, calls and questions here in just a moment. 303 477 5600. 0, 0. Stack Optical, don't forget, Alan Stack will help you with anything you need when it comes to your eye needs, eye care needs, I should say, from getting an eye exam, knowing exactly what your prescription should be, to you name it, he can do it all and customizing it completely along the way. So don't go to some of the cheesy. You know, optical places where, yeah, you're in and out in an hour, but you're never going to be happy with what you get. You're liable to not see the same. Your glasses most likely won't fit the same. Step up. Do it correctly. Go to Stack Optical. Allen Stack will take care of all of your optical needs. 303-321-1578.
6: Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913 with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month or less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720 500
4: We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass.
7: You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Leuenberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance now at 303 6620789 That's 303 6620789
8: You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916, or go to roofsaversco.com today to ensure your family is protected.
4: All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Larry Younger, Charlie Grimes. Somebody said, I remember my parents looking at a VCR camcorder yep. at Service Merchandise when I was young and lived in Texas. Remember Service Merchandise? Yeah, you went to the counter, gave them a little slip, and waited yep. to have your you know, merchandise brought out to you. What was, the, what was the whole idea behind that? You just had the catalog, and you picked your thing, and it was I all behind the glass? Sure. I don't know. That was a weird, that was a weird deal. Oh, and then the conveyor belt. Yes, thank you. I forgot about that. Then the conveyor belt would bring the stuff up on the service <laughs> merchandising. Remember that? It would come up on the conveyor belt. The little you know, attendant would go get the thing and bring it to the counter, and you'd buy it and so on. Anyways, okay. So I did some research during that last commercial. According to Sony's history's web pages, the word beta, Betamax... Had a double meaning. Beta is the Japanese word used to describe the way in which signals are recorded on the tape. And the shape of the lowercase Greek letter beta represents the course of the tape through the transport. The suffix max from the word maximum was added to suggest greatness. So there's your answer to why it was called Betamax or beta for short.
0: Well, it's no wonder it didn't survive because who's going to remember all that? (laughs)
4: Good point. Yeah, here's here's what's funny. It wasn't discontinued. It was released on May 10th, 1975. It was not discontinued until August of 2002 and blank cassettes were discontinued just not that long ago, March of 2016. So you as of about wow. 6 years ago, 7 years ago could buy a Sony Betamax tape. Go figure.
0: You were talking earlier about a, a VCR camcorder? Yes. I've got one.
4: You're kidding me. Nope. That's like a relic. It is. Things like an antique.
0: And it still works?
4: You're kidding me. <laughs> so Larry could actually make the old-fashioned movies where everything's grainy in today's world and you'd think it was going back in time. Yep. Dress everybody up in some 70s clothing and take a video take a picture take a video Larry and you'd be set that's hilarious it it
0: works you know that is
4: hilarious back in the day it was a very
0: good system
4: i don't think i have anything left that's hilarious i anyways i I had some of that back in the day but i do not any longer so anyways 303-477-5600 anything you've got for us let us know the today's question of the day is i'm going to steal it and use it thank you by the way what do you do with daylight saving time do you change all the batteries in the smoke alarms, which they tell you to do. And it used to be you did that twice a year because daylight saving time was about six months apart. That's not the case anymore. So realistically, if you're changing batteries on the, t- the dates that you change the clock, you're probably going a little long in the summer and a little short in the winter because we don't have as long of standard time as we used to. Cong- uh, Congress, uh, gosh, I don't know how many years ago this has been, Charlie. I don't know, seven, eight years ago or longer, maybe. I'd have to go look this up. I don't know exactly. They extended daylight saving time uh, through the you know Time Act uh, years ago, and they added I want to say about three or four weeks of the yep. year. If I'm, it might be four weeks, they added to it. I can't remember if it's three or four, but the, basically about a month Almost longer a month. Yep. of daylight saving time than what it is now. And there's talk now, and doctors and some of the liberal left don't like this, and there's even some conservatives I guess that don't like it, but. I'm not one of them because I like daylight saving time. There are some folks out there, there's a lot of doctors, and I've gotten some, some uh, information on this this past week from different people that even want to come on air and talk. And no, I've not allowed them on because I, I don't want to go down that path because I don't want to <laughs> sit and argue because I like daylight saving time. And there's doctors out there that will tell you that it's not healthy to do the time change and lose this hour of sleep. And that your body, and because of you know the, the way the, the light works and so on, that it screws up your, your sleep, you know your sleep patterns and this, that and the other. And I just think, do you have nothing better to do? <laughs> yeah. i mean honestly you have nothing better to do your body will adjust you'll be fine we'll be fine we can stay on daylight saving time all year long your body's going to adjust no different than when somebody travels for business or vacation or whatever and you move an hour forward or backward or several hours forward and backward you know you figure it out and life goes on it's not the end of the world
0: well when i was working at pepsicola my shifts i had three different shifts, and they were all different hours i go from 6 to 10 okay you would go from 2 to 10 and then you would go from 6 to 8 a.m. okay and we rotated every every week okay didn't kill me any you just got used to it you just do it yeah
4: yeah I, and again again I don't know we talked about this even during the week you can make a study pretty much come up with and say whatever you wanted to depending upon how you manipulate the study so I I just don't put a lot of, of, of stake in a lot of these doctors and studies that talk about how much worse it is, and they'll give you stats that you know there's more traffic accidents whenever the time change happens, this, that, and the other. Uh, honestly, Larry said it this morning on his when we before he ever came in, as soon as he came in, he's like, You know, John, there, there are no longer traffic accidents, there's just dumb people running into one another. Stupidity crashes, yep. Y- yeah, there is, it's not like it used to be, and I would have to agree with Larry on that. And you know does that change with the time change i don't know i mean can you fix stupidity no doesn't matter what the time's doing
0: well supposedly because it gets darker sooner it creates problems at night no it doesn't not in my mind
4: no and when it it goes the other way like now it'll be next week i get to actually drive home in the light which i will tell you my trip home will be easier than it's been because traffic (laughs) flows better in the light than it does in the dark. Now, there'll be some folks where you'll be potentially, potentially depends on how early you go into to work. Right now, the sun's coming up right around 6 a.m. ish or so, a little bit before that, actually. You can start seeing things getting light about 5, 545-ish or so. It can, kind of starts to get yep. light right now. So that'll be 645 on, you know, tomorrow morning or Monday morning for people going to work. But it won't take very long for that to be back to where it is right now to where you're still going to have the same light at the beginning of the day so this whole thing of well you know the kids have to wait in the bus in the dark no they don't i haven't seen a kid at a bus stop without a parent in years <laughs> the mom and dad are in the car mom or dad or both are in the car waiting for a little junior to get out and go hop on the bus so no they're not waiting in the dark that, that whole analogy of well the kids are going to be waiting at the school bus in the dark in the mornings well yeah and they get to come home at light and have more playtime in the evening so you know what it's all a wash
0: well, and from what I was understanding a couple of years ago, daylight savings time was instructed for the farmers so they could have more daylight. Now,
4: actually, that's not true.
0: And I don't it see It was that. invented yeah. way
4: back in the day because of the candle burning and the amount – I think it was actually a – don't quote me on this, folks, but it was way back in Benjamin Franklin's time, if I'm mistaken, and they invented it to – and it even came from England, by the way. first started over there, and it came from – the fact that they wanted to save on candle wax and things like that by not having to fire them up as early in the evenings, that's where it actually came from. It was more of a, you know, money savings end of things as it was anything else. Well,
0: and, and then it, it just it, stuck. If you watch the National Treasure, they will tell you that Benjamin Franklin was the one that instituted daylight savings time.
4: I'll have to look that up. In fact, next break, I will do some... some uh, I'll I'll do some research, <laughs> research. on that. I, I should have done that maintenance-wise. Now, there are things, and I was going to get into this, there are some maintenance things that you need to be doing. It's a nice day out, by the way. And uh, it doesn't look that way because it's kind of cloudy, but it's already about 45 degrees. And it feels, by the way, much warmer than that when you're outside. And I think our high today is going to be mid-50s or so. And going to be really nice, uh, you know, going to be some off-and-on days here, but it's going to be really nice even as we get in next week. I think we've got almost 70-degree weather coming in next, end of next week or so, so it's going to get really nice as far as that goes. Do we have any more storms coming? Probably. Now, we're looking out to the forecast. We're going to be mid-March by the end of next week, and there's no large storms on the horizon, but I can tell you from experience – Living here my whole life, like some of you have. I've seen it snow, you know, a foot or more the first week of April. Yep. So we're not out of the woods yet. So point being, and I'll talk about this on Drive Radio, no, we're not going to take snow tires off or, or all, you know, if, you, if you've got a winter tire and you, wrote, and you do different tires, you know, you mount a different set of tires during the winter months versus the summer months. Like, like myself, I run a set of BlizzX in the winter, and I'll do, some, I'll do the regular highway tires in the summer on my Chevy Bolt. Uh, and, and if that's what you do, then yes, you're going to still leave those tires on right now. We are not at a point where you want to switch that stuff out because I've I've and I know some some of you transplants aren't going to believe this. If you're somebody that just moved in here uh, last October, which we found out there were some of the folks that listened to me that texted me this last week that just moved here since you know, since last October. Well, let me give you guys a little hint. I have seen in my lifetime and I'm not joking. I've seen it be 70 degrees all day long and see a foot of snow come that night. Yep. Or more. So Please. just because it's 70 right now doesn't mean snow's not coming tonight or tomorrow, right Larry?
0: That's correct. And the only difference is when it does get 70 the snow doesn't stick on the ground like it has the last three months. Correct,
4: but it will still if we if it comes down hot and heavy enough and it drops down below thirty degrees or so, which I've seen it do. Actually, I've seen it go from seventy to the teens. Yes, in a night. And if that happens and we get a good front that comes through and it's a up, and it's an upslope event, upslope event, you're going to have a lot of snow at the end of the event. So for <laughs> some of you that are transplants, as we head through these spring months and you may not have even been here in a, an entire year yet, trust me. We are not out of the woods yet. Now we could be. We could not see another large snowstorm through the rest of the year. I don't know, Larry. But what I do know—I don't think is, anybody knows. <laughs> what I do know is, historically speaking, in Colorado, we're not done yet.
0: Nope, I've seen it snow all the way until almost the end of April.
4: I have too. I've seen snow in May. Not enough to really go out and plow and do things like that. But I've—well, I shouldn't say that. wasn't that long ago we plowed snow in May. So, yes, we have actually plowed snow in May, Larry. So, yes, it does does happen. It's not an every-year occurrence, but it can happen. So what are the things that you typically do this time of the year maintenance-wise? If you've got something you do that you think other people are forgetting about, please let us know. One of the things we had Dave Hart on last week from Roof Savers of Colorado. I will say one thing you could do even on a day like today because the leaves and everything are off the trees. There are some trees that will be budding. So this is something you have to watch. Gutter cleaning, you may want to do now or in some cases, depending upon what type of trees you have. I've got some big maple trees that actually shed buds yep. uh, about this time of the year. Here from the next two, three weeks, they're going to be shedding buds. Well, for me, cleaning out the gutters doesn't make sense right now. Because I'm going to have those buds. Yes, you are. I, I get enough of those to where literally uh, it, it it looks like ground cover. Yeah. <laughs> I get so many of because the trees are so large that literally I can get what looks like ground cover. And all that's going on top of you know some of the roofs of my house, and those will get into the gutters and so on. And I will wait to go ahead and clean those things out because I know that's still coming. So for me, no, I'm not cleaning gutters right now. And again, we've got... Other devices, the gutter brush, which we've interviewed those folks and talked about them, and somebody actually emailed me this week and said, hey, where do I buy those? By the way, and I should have said this to you guys, I forgot to do this. You can always call Dave Hart at Ruth Savers of Colorado, And he's on the website, fixitradio.com. You can call Dave, and he can set you up with those gutter brushes and can even install them if that's something you don't feel like messing with. So if you're not a height guy or you've got some gutters that are really, really tall that take a long extension ladder to get up there and do them and you don't feel like doing that, we've got the guy that can, Dave Hart, can jump up there and do that for you. He can even get the product. He's got an agreement with them, and he can get the product for you and do it all in one fell swoop. And, and by the way, they're a great product. Uh, I Yeah, they, they work great. I don't have them on all of my home yet because uh, I've got some older system on mine, but I will tell you the gutter brush is a better system than what I've got, which is kind of the wire mesh covering on the gutters, which, quite frankly, Larry, don't do a whole lot. So I will be switching over to those as time goes by.
0: I've had those over the years, and, yeah, they work okay for a while, but...
4: They're not my favorite.
0: I don't get a year out of them.
4: No, the gutter brushes work way, way better. So, anyways, let us know what those are, what what you do this time of the year when it comes to, you know, we just talked about barbecue maintenance and some things along those lines, but anything else you do, please let us know, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back, though. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560.
7: You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance now at 303 That's 303
8: You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916, or go to roofsaversco.com today to ensure your family is protected.
4: We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass.
6: Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913 with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720 500 Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720 500 Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720 500 80% LTV, 30-year fixed. APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 11.16, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change.
4: All right, we are back. Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Lots of great text messages coming in today, by the way. I appreciate that very much. One of them was one of you texting in from the Castle Rock area pictures in 2019 May 21st of 2019, and there's a good oh, look into these pictures, two to four inches of snow or so. So yes, those do ha- now. The downside to those storms is they wreak havoc on the uh, the bushes and shrubs and trees and things yes, like that because they, they are do. limb breakers and so on. And actually, we don't like having those that late in the year. But to this you know to this listener texter's point, yes it does happen. Charlie did say the other thing people do this time of the year which yes, I'm very familiar with. Uh depending upon, you know, what you feel about temperatures and where things are headed and so on, but people will do bedding changes, they'll lighten up different things, comforters and pillows and throws and throw rugs and things like that. Some of that may change this time of the year depending upon you and how you decorate. The other thing that I guess maybe even more of a question, I don't do this yet cuz I think we're a little bit early, but some folks will start dragging out patio furniture that they may have put away or they put in a shed or in my case you maybe you just go you know put it out there and turn it over or something along those lines um i think it's a little early to put some of that stuff out that's just my own opinion i i i think we still got enough winter left where i would not put those things out yet
0: no i'd like to wait until probably the end of april before i start doing that because i like to when i get my furniture out i'd like to hose them all down and clean them all up
4: thank you yeah i was just going to say that because that's the other thing that i always recommend too is and they may by the way they make now which never was this way larry when we were younger but now they've got chemicals for chemicals upon chemicals now good bad otherwise whatever you feel about chemicals but they make enough chemicals now to where they've even got chemicals specifically for cleaning your lawn furniture, literally. <laughs> now, I don't know what's in it that's different than maybe other chemicals. Maybe it doesn't have some of the caustic solutions. so if you're laying on it with your skin, it doesn't have the same you know, effect. I, I have no idea. I mean, I'm still one of those, again, because I've got a, a hot water, a hot sea machine. I've got the ability to hose things off in a little different manner than most with a pressure washer and so on, and I'm very fortunate that way. I know not everybody has that. Now, a lot of you, though, do have, and they're very inexpensive now. This is the other thing that's changed dramatically even in the last two three years literally larry two three years they now make cordless pressure washers where you literally can cut the hose on the end of it yep. and it's a little pressure washer all in the wand they make little standalone units that aren't much bigger than a very very small lunch box i mean literally some of these smaller power washers now are i'm not exaggerating not more than a foot long and maybe 10 inches wide and 10 inches tall or so. They're just a little lunchbox kind of a thing. Hook a hose up to them. Now, key there is if you have access to hot water, you could run hot water. Most of them will handle the hot water that's running through your house because most of your hot water is not going to be more than, I don't know what, Larry, 110 degrees or so running out of the faucet, something like that. You could easily run that through the pressure washer. Most of them will tell you what the amount of heat they will take. It's right on the label. Don't put any more than X temperature through the machine, or it'll damage the seals, blah, blah, blah. But the majority of them will take whatever's coming out of your house pretty easily. So you could, if you've got the ability, hook hot water into your wand or into your little pressure washer. Now you've sort of got that hot water effect that I was talking about earlier, and some of the things we're mentioning just comes off easier with hot water than it does cold. True. Food for thought. Now, you have to make sure you've got some storage capacity, because you may have to let some things recover, so you're not just going to be able to run that non-stop unless you've got an instant hot water heater you can't just go non-stop you're going to have to allow things to sort of catch up at times otherwise you're going to be using cold water anyways but you you know your system you know what you can do and and again that's one of those nice things where if you've got the ability in your garage to do so i will tell you one of the in my opinion one of the best upgrades of any home in my opinion even if you don't have the ability, because there's no drain out there, so you can't really put a sink or anything in your garage. But if you have the ability to put a faucet, hot and cold, in your garage, you've got the ability for a plumber to reach that area and plumb it correctly and do a hot and cold faucet that's, you know, it, you have to use the right outdoor type faucet to where if the garage isn't heated and it gets cold, you don't want your pipes freezing and so on. But they make devices that work this way. If you've got the ability to install that into your garage and have hot and cold water in the garage itself, it is a lifesaver.
0: It certainly makes things a lot easier.
4: There is no I've I've had that now. I've had the luxury of last several houses I've owned uh either somebody doing that prior to me purchasing the home or I was something I added into the home itself, either right before I moved in or right after I moved in. And if you've got that ability to do so, that is the best way to do it. So we've got calls coming in. We'll take those here in just one moment. Again, 303-477-5600. Anything you want to add to it, uh, let us know. And, again, don't forget, Drive Radio follows us up here. At 10 o'clock, this is Saturday, a live show on March the 11th of 2023. So if you're listening to a replay show, thank you for that also. We do appreciate that. John and Cheyenne joining us now. What's up, sir?
2: Hey, just for the people who don't have trees, I notice every year in the spring, my gutters just need to be rinsed out with a hose.
4: Oh, good one. From all
2: the snow and the dirt on the roof, it melts in, it sits in the gutter. And you can get a clog from that, so you know I don't. I won't do it yet, but mid-April to the end of April, I just take my hose and rinse the gutters out real good. So you're
4: you know what? Great idea, John. Great idea.
2: And and it's just a little bit of yep. stuff. you know, it's not oh, a lot of time. Great idea. But, um, the the thing I use up here because I don't live in a communist state. Um, is I have rain barrels that I use for a lot of stuff. Good idea. And I want the water as clean as possible when I start collecting it. Good idea. From what I've heard is is certain parts of Colorado that you're not allowed to use yeah, rain Yeah,
4: that is true, John. It depends on where you're at and who's watching and so on. But, yeah, there are parts of Colorado. If you're caught doing that, you can have a uh, an issue. Yes, you're correct.
2: But it's, it's rain.
4: I know. Whether you
2: capture it and use it to water your garden or your lawn... Or well, you let it go straight into the wall, and what's the difference?
4: Great question, John. I see there is none. And I think if, if more people were allowed to do that and they had the ability to reuse some of that, they probably would have less watering consumption, less water consumption, less bill, of course, but less consumption, which I think would help everybody, which I thought that's what they're after.
2: Right. But no, no, you can't take the rainwater. We have to put that into the storm drains. And that makes – And it, have you ever captured rainwater?
4: I've never captured rainwater, no.
2: My wife swears that her garden grows
0: oh, well. so much better with the rainwater.
4: Yes, to answer that question, yes, my wife does that. So, okay. yes, we do We do capture it that yeah. way for what you're saying, yes.
0: Yeah, if you have rain yeah, over she, a period of time... It's got more minerals in it. Yeah, the, yeah. your gardens, your grass, yeah. it's, everything. It's not
4: chlorinated, it's hard water, it's got more minerals in it. Yes, it does a better job on everything, John, from lawn to flowers to you name it. Yep.
2: Yeah, well... I'm going to go get ready to go move some snow drifts, John. John <laughs> I, did <laughs> I did that last weekend. I did that
4: last so. weekend.
2: I'd like you, if you have a minute, um, in one of your breaks, on Fox 31, uh, it was either yesterday morning or 30 more, Thursday morning, they had a story about a guy who's blaming the potholes on 70 for his trailer over there. story, yeah. There's a video of it. And when I saw the video, I say no. He's he was going too fast, pulling that trailer down seventy downhill. I'd like you to look at it okay. and maybe during drive radio talk about it. I yeah. will do that. It's a thirty. It's a thirty-second video, okay. but it'd be an interesting thing to I talk do about that. because it looks like you know how that goes. They oh, go yeah. too fast.
4: I've seen it. I mean, I mean, yeah, I we drive talked. that plenty. So yes, I've seen that plenty. Okay, I'll yeah, we, I'll, I'll take a peek at that. I'll before. do that. Okay. All right, John. Thanks, John. Have a good one. You too. Enjoy pushing snow this afternoon. Moving snow, I should say. Uh, Eva, you're next. Or Ava, is it Eva or Ava?
1: Either one is fine.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. What can we do for you?
1: Okay, I don't know if anybody would have the answer to this, but I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. Um, I was moving some... uh, things off of a linoleum floor that had been there for a while and some of them were uh, metal cans and stuff Mm -hmm. and I didn't see anything that was leaking uh, but I have um, an awful looking, it looks like rust or spaghetti sauce and I know it wouldn't have been spaghetti sauce it's that color and I can't, I used um, Ajax and scrubbed and I can't get it off Uh, Is there any kind of a chemical product that might take it off? I'm guessing it's got to be rust, but I don't know.
4: It's probably rust, and and that happens with things that just sit over time. There is a product, and I'm trying to look it up right now. Uh, Give me one second. There is a product that will remove... scale and things like that and um i'm trying to find it right now you'd think i would know that right off my you know right off top of my head because i've used it you know it's it's at home in my cabinet if i had it right in front of me i'd grab it and just read it right off the top uh but there are there is a product that yes will remove those now not guaranteed it will remove that because some of that stuff right. just gets so embedded into the linoleum that it may or may not come up. It's called CLR. CLR.
1: LR. Okay.
4: And, and, it, and it's uh, a it's a rust lime type remover and what you do is you'll put that on and just let it sort of sit and you may even want to scrub it in a little bit with a you know toothbrush or a bristle brush or something along those lines and and it's it's kind of a nice household product to have around it'll remove scale from you know faucets and all sorts of things along those lines so it's a great product just to have around anyways
1: wonderful yeah i just i i don't like looking at it, and I thought I tried whatever I could figure out. So I knew you guys would have a better answer than I did. Well, had. try the
4: CLR. There's, again, it, when it gets that embedded, no guarantees that that will do it, but you'll know really quick. So, uh, Ava, thank you very much for calling. I appreciate that.
0: And most hardware stores will carry that product.
4: we got another call coming in as well. We'll take that here in just one minute. Getting close to the end of this hour, by the way. So if you've got some things you'd like to add to or ask questions about, get it in quickly, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. You can text us as well, 307 200 Eighty-two twenty-two. somebody else sent a picture in, by the way, Westminster, April 16th of 2021, so two years ago is all, and uh, lots of snow in the backyard on top of everything, sheds, wishing wells, yard, grass, all that, so we, we are not out of the woods yet, folks, not, not at all. Uh, somebody also texted in, linoleum is a tough... Is a tough situation because it gets under the top clear coat layer. Yes, it does. And I again, if CLR uh, does not take it out, because it will not damage the linoleum. The CLR won't damage the linoleum at all. If the CLR does not take it out, you may end up either having to, you know, cut that piece out and fix it, or do something along those lines. Somebody else said try a magic eraser. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't, I've never used Magic Eraser on Rust, so I, Charlie, you use them a lot. Does Magic Eraser work on Rust spots? Charlie says he has not tried that. So, uh, I've not tried Magic Eraser on Rust either. Now, I will say this, a little bit of CLR and... The magic eraser; those two combined isn't going to hurt anything at all. You might just put a little bit of that down, try the magic eraser on top of that. Avi, if you're still listening, listening, that actually may work. So, thank you. By the way, uh, we've got great audience and all of you that that chime in on a regular basis. I appreciate that very much because that that's a tough linoleum. When it gets stained like that, it it really almost embeds because the the linoleum is porous, if you would. Into this to this texture's point, once that clear coat it's gotten underneath that. It's really, really tough to try to get that fixed. But Lisa in Windsor, you're probably our last call for the day. Welcome, Lisa. Hi there. How you doing, Lisa? I
1: was just calling. I'm doing good. Thank you. I was just calling in to let you guys know there's another product for us that will probably sure. remove it if the CLR won't. What is it? It's called, it's called Wink. Wink. W-I-N-K.
4: Oh, Wink. Wink. W-I-N-K. I'm yep. looking it up right now. Have you used it?
1: Yes, I have.
4: It's W-H-I-N-K, actually. W-H-I-N-K. No, that's fine. I just looked it up. I've never used it. Thank you.
1: Yeah, of course. It works really good, so that should help whoever. Okay.
4: All right. So, 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 Eva, if you're listening, uh, that's the other product. So either CLR, uh, W-H-I-N-K, Wink Rust and Stain Remover. And, And, again, both of these are so inexpensive, Lisa. You could have both in your kind of your repertoire of things to you know things to clean things with, and, and you're going to be in good shape. with. You know, in other words, whether it works or not, having it around for other uses is not a bad thing.
1: Absolutely. Perfect. You, thank you, 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 know, no, thank you, you for that,
4: out. Lisa. Appreciate that very much. Thank you. Go ahead, Larry. Where,
0: where do you purchase the Wink from?
4: Uh, I'm, I just pulled it up, and Walmart came right up. So Walmart. it looks like it's okay. pretty much available, probably at Anywhere. most any okay. retailers. CLR, same deal. It'll be in the sort of that chemical aisle of whether it be Walmart Home Depot Lowe's where you know wherever you go to buy some of your
0: I know it's in King Super's as well
4: yeah it's just gonna be a higher price probably probably yeah typically those things at the grocery stores are a little bit higher now again this is on the wink is on uh, Walmart's site now you can order it here or probably go to the store and get it it's like 11.99 CLRs around depending upon the quantity similar price. You know, five to ten dollars. So neither one of these are going to break the bank in buying them to get things cleaned off. And you know, that's probably a show. You know, thinking through this, I think here in the next few weeks we'll just do a show on what's your favorite cleaning product and what works well for you around the house because everybody's kind of got their favorite, and I want to know what works and why and so on. Some things work really, really well, and some things don't. Um, I've I've even bought some products specifically to do a particular cleaning job with and honestly was a waste of money i would have been better off with 409
0: and some of you people have concoctions that you have come up over correct the years
4: with. you you combine things yep. which i'm not a chemist and i don't know what you can and can't combine <laughs> so i'm not that guy i'm not a guy to actually mix things up but you know i'll, I'll for example everybody swears by simple green that stuff sucks I'll just tell you straight up. It doesn't work for... Di- if you're trying to remove something, Simple Green doesn't do diddly. Now, if you're just going to use it as a general cleaning product, spray it down on the garage floor and kind of you know wash some things up or so on, fine, it works for that. But if you're trying to remove a stain or anything along those lines, I haven't found Simple Green to be worth a hoot. Nope. Just saying. So there's an example of be thinking maybe this next week i might even do that next weekend next saturday so be thinking about some of those things what are some of your favorite cleaning products all right that's going to be it for today fix it radio you can go to fixitradio.com if you're listening on tuesday thank you so much rush to reason follows this is saturday though and drive radio follows we'll be right back and our folks from Novus Auto Glass are joining us in a moment don't go anywhere this is fix it radio and KLZ 560